0: Welcome to Bills tonight and the Bills fall to the Jacksonville Jaguars with a low scoring game 9 to 6. They are now 5 and 3 on the season. Uh, I didn't expect it. You didn't, didn't expect it. None of our viewers expected for this to be how the game went from the beginning to the end we saw the bills last week have a tough time in the first half and then they come out of the locker room and are able to flip the script put 23 points on the scoreboard that was not the case this week some struggles from the offensive line early on that continued throughout the game penalties were an issue Steve as you're watching this one and we were watching the game unfold and watching the clock go to zero. How do you reason with a game like yeah. this and a performance like this from the Buffalo Bills? Very uncharacteristic.
1: Yeah, I think what happened was the injuries of their offensive line started to show up in a big way today. They had three guys. That are, you know, Daryl Williams moved from right guard out. He's moved in. Cody Ford got back on the field after being out for the last month and a half. Uh, Feliciano on IR. Uh, Ike Butker's Butker back was in, and, in left and left guard. Their offensive line. Their offensive line struggled, and I think it showed. But the injury showed and then you know Cole Beasley was in and out of the lineup and Josh Allen went back a little bit Although it didn't look like it did when he was a rookie. I think deep down Josh said he's got to make something happen I think he got caught with the ball in his hands a couple of times coughed it up because of that I think the. The fumble he had on the on the read, he felt like he needed to get the first down because he didn't know if the ups inside was going to be there. So, a lot of things that, I think it all boils down to the injuries up front that Buffalo could never get its rhythm offensively, and I think that's the outcome you saw.
0: Yeah, and in the past, it seemed pretty seamless when the Buffalo Bills were down with offensive linemen. It, it seemed like guys could just shift in, and it was no big deal, but the last two games, we've really seen how important uh, those front five have been for the Buffalo Bills, and for Josh Allen to have a to have a clean pocket for the running game to have time to make moves to to watch holes open to watch plays develop. That was not yeah. the case today.
1: I think it's overcoming overcoming one on injury to an offensive lineman. Is, you can do that, but two, um, that's rough. And they lost they lost Feliciano last week in the second half of the Dolphins game. He's going to be out for three weeks on IR. Um, now they're down all the way through their depth. You can keep eight offensive linemen on the roster, maybe even nine, but now you're you're eight deep. With five guys on the field and two guys, the sixth and seventh guys are on the field now, too. So now you're eight deep on the offensive line. And it started to show today, no question about it. And I think that uh, that the the ability for the Jacksonville defense to kind of play offense and play on the other side of the ball for the uh, for the game really took Buffalo out of their offense. It almost felt like Josh Allen, the offense, were playing defense when we had the ball, trying to get the ball out. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, coming into this game, the Jacksonville Jaguars had two takeaways on the season. They had three takeaways in this game. We've got a couple of our defensive players who are on the podium right now, so we'll send it over to them.
2: Yeah, you have been here since 2017. Uh, it's safe to say that that might be one of the most disappointing, surprising, whatever the word is, outcomes for you guys.
3: Sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. You got to come every day ready to play this is the National Football League. We understand that. It um, doesn't matter what the record indicates. We say that every, every week. I don't think we're ready to play today.
4: Is Ryan, can why, you guys why is point that? to, with the penalties yeah. today, why that was such an issue? Um,
3: right, next uh, question. I came in. No comment
5: on that. You said you, you guys didn't think you were ready to play. I mean, that's a pretty powerful thing to say for a team. Why, why is that?
3: If I knew, I would have fixed it going into it. I don't know. Don't know. Has that happened before I mean is that the first time uh, no, man, no. next question I don't know man uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about this game I'm not thinking about what what happened before uh, I just feel like we went into this game and and um, you know the tough football team we knew that young quarterback uh, that had the opportunity to go out there and sling the ball around we knew what they were gonna what they were gonna do and they just beat us they beat us
5: maybe this is the right
3: question then. do you guys feel prepared
6: for that Feel like we felt prepared. Uh, had a good week of practice. Uh, felt confident going into the game. Um, you know they came out real aggressive. You could tell from the start their their game plan coming into the coming into the game. They were going to play physical, um, and they just they just beat us. Both
5: you guys had the message to not panic after you lost to Pittsburgh in week one. You seemed to bounce back well from that. So how do you do that again after today?
6: same thing this is the NFL you got to learn how to handle the wins how many losses uh, yeah this one hurts but I mean, we've got to play on again on Sunday so <laughs> no reason to and no reason yeah this one's gonna hurt but 24-hour rule watch watch the tape tomorrow learn from our mistakes and get better
4: you, you've been making very supportive when the office doesn't have a good day today you give up nine points and you lose. Do you, is there a conscious thing to keep that support going? Is that just the message this team
3: always has? Well, we had some opportunities out there defensively to, to take the ball away, um, and I'm, I'm not sure how many takeaways they got. But you know, I think on our side we got one, and we let a couple opportunities out, out there. So, you know, we we take pride in getting those takeaways, and I feel like that could have changed the game a little more, put the offense in a better field position. Uh, even if they, you know, even if they did get three points, uh, obviously you can can see that three points was big in this game. So. Um, you know, we felt like you know we we could have some opportunities for the for the offense. You
5: guys had five personal fouls today, I think. I mean, you guys are both team captains, leaders. I mean, how is that? How how does that number go over when you hear it? And what's your message to that to that locker room, given your status as leaders for this team?
6: I mean, guys are out there playing football. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of he said this. You know, he said this. He pushed me first. Depending on how the ref sees it, you know, obviously we gotta be able to handle our handle our emotions in, in situations like that in a football game. But, you know, um, sometimes they're aggressive penalties, sometimes they're not. We just got to be able to bounce back off of it. Thanks, guys.
3: All guys.
0: That's Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer talking about the loss. And, they looked like two guys who were pretty bummed out about the way that the game unfolded. Of course, they were prepared coming into this game. You take a whole week to prepare for who, you pl- who you're who you going to play on Sunday. Being unprepared is not a reason for why the Buffalo Bills lost. Uh, this, this team is full of talent, full of great players. Uh, they just got outplayed today by a Jacksonville Jaguars team who, like Jordan Poyer said, I believe, was you could see their game plan from the get-go. They were going to be physical. Um, they were going to be mean and tough against us. And you saw that in those personal foul penalties that racked up for the Buffalo Bills. That's something that you can't do. You can't have five of those in a game. You can't have 12 total penalties for a loss of 118 yards when the yardage in this game was was 100 yards less than what the Buffalo Bills usually average.
1: Yeah, it was uh- The the penalties, eight for 112 is a reason, three turnovers is a reason, no question about it. Um, All you needed, and the defense, I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna, I mean, the defense held them to nine points and you know, <laughs> if you told before the game you hold them nine points there's just no way you'd think you the bills couldn't score nine win. points it this fall this falls on the bills offense offensive line and, and the guys on that side of the ball uh josh turning it over twice or three times you know once uh, two interceptions and a fumble lost um it was and almost a fourth fumble lost in yeah. the sack although it, you know was, he was ruled down and uh you know that's more what this game comes down to and the bills you know they look in the look in the mirror i mean they The penalties they had, they committed, the turnovers they committed. And, you know, that's all it took to lose this game. If they don't have one of those turnovers and stay in field goal range and don't take a bad sack, you know, it, it, it at least goes to overtime and you take your chances or two of them you win the game with two easy field goals.
0: Yeah, their turnover differential going into this game, plus 13. That's such a big stat to have as a team. That's a a stat that means you're winning games. They did not win that margin in today's matchup. Uh, They only forced one takeaway uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars had three on the Buffalo Bills. A lot of questions about the offensive line in this game. So center Mitch Morse is on the podium. Let's hear what he has to say.
7: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't put this on one person. Every person's got uh, a little bit of blame. as simple as that. So much like every loss or every game, you look at what you can fix. I can only speak for myself. There's quite a few plays I wish I'd had back, put us in an optimal position to play uh, more efficiently. And I think – you know, I think most of the guys would say the same thing. Was so,
2: you Sorry, was there a sense of frustration as the game kept going and just there just wasn't a rhythm offensively?
7: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it was one of those things where we keep, try to keep the best poise we can but understand that um, there's a sense of urgency. And I think for us it will be finding that balance. Um, you know, I think – We just didn't do a good enough job. They outplayed us, and uh, the final score shows. Defense did a tremendous job today. Gave us every opportunity to win this game. Um, Just speaking from myself, need to do more.
2: you've got to watch the film, get all that. But a lot of times with this team, no matter what the situation, in game, you guys have found answers. Maybe even at halftime, there was never an answer up front today. They pressured you all day and I don't know what was going on in the sidelines, but you never
7: had an answer. Can you, can you explain why that was? Um, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes we just got outplayed. Sometimes it was the right call against the right play we had. Um, it was just kind of an accumulation of a lot of stuff, which made it very frustrating. Um, but all you can do in games like this, all you can do is point inwards, look intrinsically. Um, it's what professionals do, and it's the hardest thing to do. It's the hardest thing to do is look at yourself. And I think as an offense, we have to do that, each and every one of us. Um, and go from there, uh, understand that you know, we have a lot of – got to figure some stuff out, plain and simple. a sense of urgency now, so. We'll go from there. When you, say,
5: when you say sense of urgency, you know, within this game, like a couple of comments ago, can you take me inside that? Were you guys urgent enough in this game? Was, was that an issue?
7: Um, yeah, I'm like, like you said, I can only you can only point to yourself as a player, um, as a professional, to do the best you can when your number's called. Um, when the for like so fair offensive line our protection you know the, our numbers called for protection whether it's communication whether it's just getting the job done and the um, yeah, urgency is just putting points on the board as an offense and uh, you know we would kind of matriculate the ball down the field and then find a way to shoot ourselves in the foot so uh, for us it'll be Doing a lot, doing some soul searching, as cliche as it is, and as frustrating as that is.
5: You used the line combination they haven't used this year uh, with some injuries. Was communication an issue up front?
7: No. I wouldn't say so. I thought we did a good job communicating for the most part. Um, When we didn't, it showed. Um, So, yeah, maybe not. You know, you'd like to be perfect, and we weren't. And um, on those times that we weren't, there were some... uh, unfortunate results.
5: Mike and Mike were in here earlier and used the word that they didn't feel maybe necessarily prepared for this game. That's not an exact quote, but did you guys feel as an offense that you uh, were adequately prepared coming in?
7: I mean, you'd like to say so, uh, but I guess we weren't. So for us, it'll be finding ways to maybe change up your routine because today, unfortunately, was not it. So we'll have to reevaluate and go from there.
2: Josh made some tough decisions late in the game, bad decisions, you know, led to turnovers. How much do you think that the pressure and the hits early on that kind of accumulated led to some of that?
7: Yeah, I mean, he answered your own question there, right? Um, Not to be—I'm not trying to be—I mean, Um, yeah, when you when you don't give your quarterback time early. Um, even when the pocket's clean you kind of feel someone breathing down your neck it's just the—it's uh, human nature i would do the same exact thing um, so yeah absolutely you I mean you can't put this on one person every person's got uh, a little bit of blame in this and that's the that's the frustrating part and it's the beautiful part so um, you can only pour it into yourself
5: right. thanks yeah. Yeah.
7: well
0: Mitch Morse explaining that you can't put the blame on just one person. I want to read off of the Bills' offensive drives, and they go field goals back-to-back to to start the game, which is fine. We want to see an efficient team in the red zone, which they have struggled with during the season, but at least you're putting points on the scoreboard. So after two field goal drives, they go punt, punt, interception, interception, punt, fumble, turnover on downs, end of the game there. Uh, You cannot do that as an offense and expect to win the game again kudos to the defense for holding the Jacksonville Jaguars to just 9 points and giving the Bills a lot of opportunities to put points on the scoreboard there and Steve we talked this we talked about this a little bit as the game was winding down uh The offensive line, of course, they can look back at this game and try and figure out how to do a better job of giving Josh Allen the protection that he needs when you don't have the usual five starters. Uh, But when the Jacksonville Jaguars were pressuring Josh Allen with just four guys, everyone was covered in the backfield. Uh, The wide receivers weren't open. You couldn't really go to anyone because there were seven guys in coverage. They send an extra person. They blitz one. Uh. Josh Allen did not have the time with a blitzer to make throws. What were the Jacksonville Jaguars doing coverage-wise that was taking away some plays for Josh yeah, Allen?
1: I think a lot of times, some of the times it was the fact that the Jacksonville was getting some pressure and they got they got pressure quick, but they also got pressure with just four guys once mm-hmm. in a while. And there was, some, there was once in a while a communication issue with the Bills up front gave a guy a chance to come in clean. If you can get pressure with just four guys, the seven guys deep, if they play it with seven Sound adjustment and sound discipline. There's really it's hard to find a spot to throw the football. Plus, it does take a little extra time when there's seven guys in in coverage behind the four guys that are coming. Jacksonville did an excellent job defense. And both these defenses played extremely well. Uh, make no mistake about it. Uh, the Bills defense played very well today. Had 100, you know, Jacksonville had 151 yards passing. Um, they did, and an inter, and the Bills had an interception. So it was not. Um, it was not a bad defensive performance by Buffalo, no question about it. And the Jacksonville defense has got a lot; to, they can tip, put a feather in their cap for the way they played Buffalo. But I, it was the pressure up front that really led to everything. The Bills really didn't run the football effectively because the offensive line uh, couldn't, you know, couldn't get anything going there. Couldn't win the line of scrimmage. I think that's, that's where this, this whole thing falls to. The Bills offense was not in sync at any point today. It started early, and I think it was obvious too from the fact that they got the personal fouls early. Yeah. Jacksonville was willing to go out and do some and play past the envelope. They took a penalty, but then they drew a penalty as well. And I think that's one of the things they wanted to do. You saw a couple of guys, one guy on, on their side and one guy on our side, uh, Zach Moss for the Bills, and uh, one of their players, a defensive back for uh, the, the Jacksonville, Both had concussion. This was a physical game, and I think that played the way Jacksonville wanted it to. They wanted to hit the Buffalo Bills in the mouth and keep the pressure on, and they were able to do exactly that.
0: Yeah, the Buffalo Bills are averaging over 30 points a game. They only put six points up in this matchup. Bills quarterback Josh Allen is at the podium. We'll send it over to him.
2: Josh, you – I mean – to be honest, it was a horrible performance on offense.
8: Can you even put into words what was going on up there today? Um, and credit to them, when they came out. They wanted it more. You know, we had a lot of a lot of little things add up to big things. Um, I put the ball in danger too too often. Bit us in the butt. Played like, excuse my language, but um, that starts with me. So I got to be better for this team. Um, but again, those guys on defense get paid too. They had a good game plan
5: protection. It just seemed like, I don't know if it was communication breakdowns or what, but you were scrambling a lot, uh, took some sacks. Um, just what could you identify as to maybe on the sidelines as to what was going wrong up front uh, and giving you enough time to find guys?
8: It's part of the game. Um, you know, we talked about their front being pretty good. You know, Again, it starts with me. I can do some things better to help our guys out, I can get rid of the ball a little quicker. Um, this one stings, but I'll tell you that this one makes the other games feel better. You know, having this, this pit in our stomach right now uh, puts things into perspective. You know, we had a, it's a week-to-week league. Any given Sunday, any team can come out here and, and play well and, and beat the other team. That's just how it goes. It's life sometimes. Um, we'll use this to our advantage. We'll be better from it. Josh,
2: what the, until the fourth quarter of that one series when you started getting the ball, to Dakes. I mean, for the first three quarters, he was reasonably invisible. What were they doing? And really, Emmanuel, too, really didn't have much of a role. What were they doing specifically to take them away?
8: Uh, Just two high shells, forcing us to throw underneath. You know, again, I I can do things different to to get our guys going early on. Um, We didn't do a good enough job of that today. So, again, like I said, we're going to learn from this and be better from it.
4: Josh, in the second half, the mistakes that were on, you know, interceptions or fumbles. Were you frustrated more in that second? You said this was a frustrating game. But you haven't done that, you know, certainly this year. Was it a frustration in that second half that maybe led to some of that?
8: I wouldn't say so. Just, again, got to be smart with the football and every drive and a kick. Um, understanding how our defense is playing, not giving them a short yard or short field. And, you uh, Again, I got to be better, you know, I played today.
6: Is there any, what do you point to, personally, like when you say you played, like like what? why, What? like what happened
8: personally? Just decision making, um, you know, trying to get our guys going early on, finding, finding check downs early on. Um, but again, there's a lot of just little things that added up throughout the game that kind of put us behind where we wanted to be, stalled a couple drives. Um, you know they had a couple tips that that were big and third on third downs and um, you know they they hats off to them they played hard.
5: Josh, when you you, mean you guys were five and two. You talked about as playoff contenders, Super Bowl contenders. They were one and six. Was there any semblance of overlooking this opponent?
8: No, it's the league. It's, it's hard to win football games no matter who you play. We're all grown men. Um, we all get paid to play this game. You know they came out they wanted it more.
4: Josh, you guys always maintain sort of an even keel no matter what happens. But does a game like this make you feel like you need to reevaluate everything or is that overreacting to one game?
8: No, we'll, we'll let you guys do that. We're going to come out and, and work hard and practice hard and turn our focus towards the Jets tomorrow.
4: Josh, I mean, it seems you want... like you're taking this loss harder than
2: some
8: other losses in your career. Why is that? I mean, it's, we don't want to lose games. Um, and I feel like I could have played better, helped our, you know, could have helped our team and put us in better situations, and I didn't. So that's uh, frustrated with myself, more so than anything. Um, and I got to be better for this team.
2: Jermaine, uh, Micah, and Jordan both pointed out they thought the defense left some turnovers out on the field. They thought they could have gotten a few more. Did you see the same type of thing?
6: Yeah, uh, we got our hands on a couple balls, and you know that, you know, in particular myself early in the game. Uh, you know, it's a couple plays. You know, I, I definitely left out there. Uh, sack on the quarterback I, I, I believe I left out there and uh, I mean we could find ways to take the ball away. I mean defensively that's what we pride ourselves on um, you know just to help the offense out um, you know this game is a complimentary game and you know anything that we could do on defense to help the offense out I mean we got to come away with it. So I, I feel like we definitely left some plays out there. Josh they've
5: had to obviously shovel some things up on the offensive line. I know you're not wanting to make excuses but how much whether it's communication, execution can you, do you feel as if that's affected the overall output
4: the performance
8: of the offense no we we, <laughs> we got guys that come in and work hard um, you know coach Johnson does a great job with them you know we talk throughout the week and we practice hard and uh, it's just one of those games you know they found a way we didn't again our defense allowed nine points with a couple short fields so we we got to be better for them
2: so what do you do uh, the, the running game I mean it's just not working when you hand the ball off it's not working and it really hasn't worked great all year it's been very spotty what can you do to get that turned around
8: gotta so keep trusting it our guys are running hard um that's that's about it
5: you got, train your team captain both of you guys are leaders you had five personal fouls today i mean that's a, a really high number what's the message to the rest of that locker room when you hear a number like that because that's hard to win games when you're taking that many personal fouls
6: yeah i think just the message is we got to play smart uh you know definitely in close ball games we can't beat ourselves and, you know, we can't point fingers at the refs or whatever it may be. Uh, we just got to play smart ball out there. Um, you know, whatever whatever the call is, whatever we think, uh, I mean, you know, in close games, we just got to play smart.
2: Josh, Mike said that he thought that, that you guys were not ready to play today. Is that something you thought
8: balls on? Um, he put up six points, so that's that's how I felt. Thanks, everybody. Thank us. The quarterback
1: press conference is brought to you by Lombardo Funeral Home, proud sponsor of
2: the Buffalo Bills.
0: Josh Allen saying he thought he could be better for his team there, saying that the defense gave them opportunities, but they came up short. And offensive line issues aside, when Josh Allen was able to break through, find an open lane, he made some really great completions to guys he found downfield. How could could he have put himself in a better situation in some of those times where the offensive line was breaking down and the pocket was breaking down? We lean on a guy like Josh Allen in situations and scenarios like that. Josh Allen is an athletic quarterback who is in a category with very few other quarterbacks who can do things, who can extend plays, who can use his legs like he can. We didn't see that show up as much as I thought it would in this game When there was not much of a pocket for him to step into and and complete passes or to hand the ball off to for running backs to make plays. So since Josh Allen is putting some of this loss on himself, how could Josh Allen have been better in this one?
1: um, The turnovers are the first thing, but he didn't mince words about the way he felt like he played. I mean, um, you rarely hear him talk like that. Um, And. That was basically it. I, I think if he would, didn't have the three turnovers, this is a much different football game. I, I think it's a win instead of a loss. I'm not saying they would have scored 30 points, right. but they would have had a few more opportunities. He got sacked outside a field goal range for one time that uh, you think Tyler Bass would have made those kicks. Uh, and the interception that, you know, right after he'd thrown the first one, he got it through another one. Uh, the fumbles, um, because, I, and I think that fumble on the on the, on the the quarterback option, you know, I think there was a time there when he said, you know, our running game is just getting stuffed. And I'm just going to try and do this myself. Uh, He keeps it. He had a guy right there on him and uh, ended up getting, you know, coughing the football up. Uh, I think there's a a couple of moments where Josh tried to do too much. Uh, But that is who he is when things go bad. You can tell when he feels like things are going bad because he starts to do things like that. He doesn't do it like he did when he's a rookie. It looks a little better than it did then, but the result is the same. He tries to do too much instead of relying on the guys that, that he has to, at his disposal. The turnovers are what really did it for him, and I think when he looks back at it, those are the things that'll that'll kind of haunt him because there was a couple of them that happened where you'd think the Bills were going to come away with points in those situations. If so he didn't take a bad sack or turn it over.
0: Yeah, that last drive where the Buffalo Bills had the ball with, with just a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter, it started off with just under three minutes and they were able to move the ball into Jacksonville's 39-yard line, and it, it was a couple opportunities like that where I agree with you Josh was was trying to make something happen that couldn't happen based on how the field was looking based on how guys were being covered uh, and he'll probably go back and watch the film. And when we hear from him next week, and if he's asked about this game, he will say that he was probably trying to do too too much in certain situations. We've heard him talk about how he gets frustrated and, and how sometimes that gets weaved into how he plays. But on the other side of that coin, that's sometimes what we want to see in Josh Allen. And Brian Dayball has talked about that extensively is you know when Josh Allen gets frustrated, I'm not always going to say something to him because I want him to be frustrated. I want him to go out there and make plays. And and this is the type of quarterback that we have and we like what we have in this guy even when he is frustrated because – Sometimes, when he's in that mood, he can put some really impressive plays together that get the Bills in a situation where they can score.
1: Yeah, that's right. He is that kind of quarterback. And it's easier, you know, when the team's out in front and he can try and kind of freewheel a little bit like we've seen Pat Mahomes do in his career. Uh, the Chiefs are a front running team. And when they start laying points out on people, um, they just continue to roll. Uh, Josh, uh, too much today, was caught in a time where. Wasn't it wasn't straight there for him Uh, certainly teams have started to play a lot more two deep safety at certain times and the Jaguars were able to do that today as we said before because they were able to get pressure Mm -hmm. on Josh with four guys if they can do that keep two guys uh, deep deep on the defense they can keep a lid on it and they're not threatened deep they're not going to give up the big play and Josh has to be more patient and there just wasn't time to be patient today and he started to press and we saw the results of it a couple of turnovers bad sacks. And the Jaguars, the Jaguars, I think were playing offense on defense and our offense with the ball in our hands was playing defense.
0: Yeah, what do you have to say to the people who after this one, whether they're Bills fans or not, say Buffalo Bills, it's not their season?
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I'm not going to jump off that bandwagon <laughs> yet. The, the, this was a bad loss. No question about it. It was a bad loss. But this is a team that, you know, you, to win and win consistently in the NFL, you need to fire on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. They got two offensive linemen that are starters that are down and that that forced a shuffle of three different guys up front for the second straight week and now it it's the third straight week because cody ford was actually in there this week when last week they had uh john feliciano in, so they had you know two starters out last week now it's three and so Their offensive line is a little bit of a mess right now and they were shuffling to get it going Spencer Brown's injury. We'll see how long it takes him to get back. John Feliciano is coming back no time soon. Uh, Spencer Brown on the other hand will help a lot. If he can come back in slide Darrell Williams back down to right Mm -hmm. guard and put Spencer Brown back at right tackle that will solid that will stabilize it a lot more than they were able to get done today. But I think uh, that showed up in a big way today. And it showed up last week too early on, because I think it comes down to more so than a physical ability. It's communication and knowing how the other guys are playing. I think their offensive line really showed signs of being a little bit out of sync today. And it, if not physically beat, they were mentally in tough spots today. and. Let some guys run free that they shouldn't have
0: and Cole Beasley suffered a ribs an injury to his ribs uh, in the Miami game last week He was questionable going into this game ended up playing. He definitely wasn't a hundred percent So maybe that also had a small impact on his workload or what he was able to do or feel comfortable doing in this game I talked about this last week I think another piece that this Buffalo Bills team is really missing to their offense is Dawson Knox If you're gonna put two safeties deep and you leave the flat or you leave those underneath routes open. Cole Beasley is a guy who you throw to. Dawson Knox is also a guy who you throw to right there. He is a mismatch in almost every situation, every scenario. He hasn't been... been up for the last two games so we're not sure when he's going to come back hopefully soon. But Tommy Sweeney is not an exact replica of Dawson Knox.
1: No, I think you're right. And the injuries we, we talked about, they're starting to show and, and the depth that kind of guided the bills through and they kind of struggled through with, you know, Knox out and the offensive line problems last week against Miami. Uh, it got deeper today. I think Cole Beasley had to come out of the game for a couple of series because he got shaken up again with his rib injury. Uh, Zach Moss didn't finish the game with a concussion. Tredavious white went down with a concussion late and and Dane Jackson almost gave up the game winner uh, That Trevor Lawrence couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't connect on Injuries are starting to ha- to cause real problems for the roster and the Bills team is gonna have to you know Find a way around that um, and make up for the loss of these guys We'll see how Zach Moss is at the end of this end of today. Tredavious white didn't finish the game Um and others uh, Cole Beasley had to leave the game. So all those guys I said mm-hmm. in addition to John Feliciano, Spencer Brown uh, and all the other guys that have been injured. So uh, there's some project Johnson didn't finish the game, so. There's some problems with injuries right now the Bills are going to have to deal with going forward.
0: Yeah, the Bills are need to get, need to get right and get healthy because they're not going to have another mini-bye week or, or an extra day off or anything like that until the Thanksgiving game against the Saints, of course, on a Thursday night. Well, the head coach, Sean McDermott, is answering questions right now. Let's hear his thoughts about tonight's loss. Sean, Mike, I uh,
2: uh, was just out here a little while ago, so the team wasn't ready to play today. Uh, how was that possible?
9: Well, it's a, it's a one-week-at-a-time league, you guys know that, uh, we preach that. Um, but give them the credit, they, they, uh, they were ready to play and, and we weren't.
5: John, you guys had five personal fouls today. Whether or not all of them were legitimate uh, could be maybe debated, but that's a really high number, it's tough to win with that many. Yeah. I mean, what's your message to those guys? Bro? Yeah,
9: I mean, you can't beat yourself. Uh, let's just start, let's start there, um, whether it's penalties, turnovers, um, fundamentals. And uh, and so, yeah, way too many penalties, self-inflicted. Um, got to keep our poise. That was a crew that called uh, taunting, I believe, more than anyone in the, any crew in the league, and, and we were aware of that, and uh, and we didn't execute.
2: John, are you concerned by the play of the offense? I know mean, everybody had a rough day, but offensive line, in particular, yeah, a lot of problems seem to start right there today.
9: Yeah, well, we got to fix we got to fix some things. Um, let's just start there. We got to fix some things. Uh, we're going to take a hard look at the film, and um, you know you got to win up front in order to in order to play well offensively or defensively.
4: Sean, you always keep an even keel no matter what happens. But <coughs> does a game like this, offensively, make you want to really dig maybe even a little deeper than you normally would. Is it any you know because this type of performance?
9: Yeah, I mean I have confidence in those guys, uh, both the staff and the players. Um, you know, but you know, that was a, that was a I mean to score six points and. I did think we moved the ball at times, but uh, where we had opportunities, and then and then the drive would stall. Whether it be in the red zone early there, or, or with a turnover, or, or for some reason, you know, we stalled out, and um, so we got to go back. Got to go. I got to go back and look at it and and scrub it down and figure out um, what was going on there. So
5: what was your mm-hmm. take on Josh's game? Had some questionable decision making there at times. I know he was. Protection was an issue. Those
9: sorts of yeah, I mean, that's the turnovers, you know, that's what jumps off the off the paper at me. Um, you know, I thought Josh made some, some great throws at times. Um, as, as he would tell you, you know, we've got to be smarter with the football in certain situations. And, uh, you know, just overall as an offense, we've, we've, got to, we've got to figure some things out. Sean, on the other side of the ball, do you feel like the defense left a few
2: big turnovers out there on the field today? Had a chance to make some bigger plays?
9: Well, I thought defensively, um, you know, that first third, the first, I believe it was the first third down, the third down where Trey had the had, had the penalty, you know, it it gave them life and it gave them some energy on their sideline where we were off the field. And, and you can't do that. Uh, I thought defensively, you know, we did some good things. I mean, you know, 218 yards, nine points, you feel pretty good if you were to tell me that, hey, but um, then in the day, it wasn't enough. And we got to look back at some of the things we did defensively as well and try and get off the field. Um, earlier in, in 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 some of those series where we weren't off the field and give the ball back to our offense.
5: John, Why not take the penalty uh, and take them out of field goal range and let yeah. him try 55 yards?
9: Yeah, I just felt you know we weren't playing great at that point and and uh, f- you know f- felt like um, he hadn't had a lot of field goals. I'm not sure if he had any at that at that distance at uh, this point in the season, but um, you know that's one I, I I want back. Yeah, obviously with the result the way it was.
2: Seen kindness it was pretty
9: unique, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's that's you know, I think he only had a handful of attempts on the year, and and uh, he squeaked that one that Jay's referring to over the crossbar, so give him credit. Um, but just uh, you know, felt like defensively. We weren't in a, in a great rhythm right there, and we were off the field, and felt pretty good about our chances on that field goal. And um, but that's one that's one you know could probably go either way. But obviously, with the result, I like it back.
5: I, I recognize that there's only so much you can change in game in terms of who's dressed. But did you consider any lineup uh, substitutions up front on the offensive line at any
9: point? Uh, well, we always look at it, Jay. You know that. Um, you know some of it was uh, where we were at this week with the injuries and everything, and um, you know. We'll, We'll see. We, we always look at everything we can going into the into a game. And
7: John, why um kind of after the ball start penalty?
9: And where ball we go to fourth and end. fourth and fourth seven. seven. Fourth and seven. Um, you know, i felt like we could get the ball back. I think we did get the ball back there. Is that right? Is that yeah you know, with we had three timeouts I believe still didn't we had three mm-hmm. timeouts? It felt like we we're in a pretty good spot clockwise and you know, like I said, we got the ball back there, so fourth and seven, um you know, percentage-wise, we felt like, hey, go, let's go try and pin them down and go play defense and, and win the field position battle there. Shockers. This is the
5: second straight week that the offense, especially, has come out in the
4: first half slow. Is there anything that you
9: attribute that to? Uh, I mean, listen, if I if I knew what it was exactly, I, we we wouldn't have done it today again. You know, but when you go back in there, you got to look at energy level, um, execution, red zone. I think we, you know, in the early drive or two, we were in the red zone there on that one and. The ball first and go. I think from the four or five yard line there, give or take, and and uh, g- didn't get much out of it. it Sean, it seems like the offense has looked different since Dawson Knox's injury there in Tennessee. You know, the Miami
2: game wasn't great. This game, is it too simple to say the, the offensively trying to figure out how life is without Dawson Knox?
9: No, I don't. I wouldn't go there, Josh. Okay. Um, I understand where you're coming from, but just you know, we got to go out there. We got enough players out there to make plays, and we got to execute at a higher level and. Uh, make sure we're putting them in position. That's that's what I'm gonna go when we get on this plane, I'm gonna go look at it.
7: John, in your opinion why is there such a difficulty right now to be able to gain consistent yardage when you're handing the ball off to your backs. Yeah.
9: I mean that's that's a big that's a huge issue right now for us, Joe. So gotta be able to run the football when it's handed off. I think we were nine carries for what, twenty two yards with the backs, so it's that's not good enough.
6: Josh came out here and was probably more upset than most of us have seen him after a loss at any point in his career. What do you attribute that to and how do you make sure that his head space remains you
9: know, where you need to be? Yeah, I mean it's a long season, right? And um, I mean the guys have to realize that there's a – that se- season's going to ebb and flow a little bit. Today obviously we were down and didn't get the result we wanted, um, but you got to hang together. And, and uh, I, we got to go back and fix some things and, and uh, make sure we identify where those problems are, in particular on the offensive side right now, and, and get them fixed in a hurry.
4: Sean, you've rarely had this, rarely where you. you've been a favorite in this kind of game and lost. Is, is there an overall message you'll have or do have for the team right now? Because this is something that hasn't happened since you've been
9: Yeah, um, well, we've been fortunate that way. But, you know, to me, it's, it's go, it goes back to preparing every week. Um, and, you know, that's that's the national football. you got to prepare every week. Um, they've got good players, good coaches, and, and they played really, really well today. And so, um, you know, we preach that all the time. And that's why we've gotten the results we have to this point. Um, didn't get it today. Um, so we got to go back and look at why.
7: Um, this is more minor, but last play on the play, why send 11 rather than go
9: for Yeah. Yeah, just trying to make something happen with the block. Um, so we can go one of two ways. or put the returner back and try and get something going or go for the block. Um, seven seconds left. And I think they reset it was five initially or four seconds or even down to three and they reset it to seven. So just trying to make something happen there at that point. So, Jay
4: asked you about the personal foul penalties, but the
6: penalties as a whole were an issue today. How do you yeah. fix
9: that? Well, I mean, I'd like to believe we're a disciplined team, but it doesn't show right now. And so i got to go back and look at that as well. I mean, we, we practice a certain way. Um, but for some reason, we're not. It's not being reflected in, in the way we're beating ourselves with penalties. I are to go back and
4: look at the tape. Stephon had some success in the second half, but it seemed like a struggle to get him involved. What did, the, did they do anything to take him away, or is it just something
5: offensive
9: uh, I mean, I, I didn't feel that. Um, I didn't feel that. Um, like you said, we'll go back and look at it. But that's uh, that's something we have to um, think long, long, and hard about. Okay. All right. Thanks. Sean
1: McDermott's press conference is brought to you by Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western
9: New York, the official health plan of the Buffalo Bills.
0: Okay, the Buffalo Bills have a game against the New York Jets next week, another away game for the Buffalo Bills. And, Steve, you have been in games that were losses that probably shouldn't have been losses. You've been a part of Super Bowl runs. So mm-hmm. what is your advice? You've been there, you've done that. What is your advice to a team that is currently fighting for a chance at the Super Bowl, who just faced a loss that they shouldn't have?
1: Well, look at what you did in this loss and and do better this week continue with your process Re- realize you're still a good football team you've still got some you're, you've still got everything in front of you they've got nine games left yeah. um, and still a two- game lead in the division so they're they're gonna be fine that way there's plenty of football to be played plenty of time to assert yourself and get yourself back on track but you've got to play better on days when you have when you have a game particularly um, you know a conference game and this and these division games yep. coming up they've got four division games left in the second half of the season they're at the halfway point uh, don't abandon ship, what I mean, and I'm saying don't change how you're doing things just because you have a bad result on a day like today. Certainly there were plays you'd like to have back. Certainly there were things you would like to execute better, but learn what you can learn from it. But don't feel like you've got to change everything that you've done to get to this point to go forward because you don't.
0: Yeah, I said at the beginning of this game, don't let the blueprint be out there for this team. against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers put the blueprint out there for how to beat the Chiefs. Uh, Don't let that be the case for the Buffalo Bills. The Miami Dolphins uh, made it close against the Bills. Now the Jacksonville Jaguars have beat the Bills. They've got to get healthy up front and get back to their winning ways because like we've talked about at length, this team is so full with so much talent from the defensive side of the football to the offensive side of the football. They are mature enough to be able to figure it out. And like you said, There's so many games left in this season for them to turn around. A a tough stretch for them here, uh, but they are good enough to work their way out of what they're facing right now. That's going to do it for us. Uh, Make sure you tune in to Bills tonight on MSG at 1130. More breakdown, more sound, and some highlights from this one. Even though the highlights weren't the best, we're still going to – got to relive it just a little (laughs) bit, so I'm sorry. So make sure you stick with us tonight at 1130. For Steve Tasker, I'm Maddie Glab. We will see you next week.